welcome back to Insights into Insights. Let me introduce myself. I'm Dr. Amit Patel, a medical doctor, and I specialized in emergency medicine until 2013 when I lost my sight overnight due to keratoconus. I'm now registered severely sight impaired. Since being registered blind, I've been on a journey to learn to live with my sight loss, building my confidence, learning to navigate the world without vision, and learning to read Braille. Once I got to grips with the basics, I set out to help others who were new to sight loss through volunteering with charities. I'm now an active campaigner for accessibility, diversity and inclusion, and I speak out against issues that disabled people face every day. However, I don't do this alone. I have a beautiful Labrador guide dog called Kika, who is always by my side, and together we navigate the world. Kika was the inspiration to me to write my story, and earlier this year, my first book, Kika and Me, was published. I take the readers through my sight loss journey, including the impact that sudden sight loss had on me, having to reinvent myself, my career, and the ups and downs of life without sight, and throwing into the mix, becoming a dad for the first time. Now, let me give you a quick overview of Insight. Insight is one of seven health data research hubs across the UK, and is a collaboration between six partners, University Hospital Birmingham NHS Foundation Trust, Moorfields Eye Hospital NHS Foundation Trust, the University of Birmingham, Roche, Google Health, and Action Against Age-Related Macular Degeneration. Its aim is to speed up research for new medicines and treatments, support quicker diagnosis, and potentially save lives. It's focused on eye health and its condition to wider health issues, including diabetes and dementia. It will turn routine eye imaging currently more than 25 million images a year across the whole of the NHS into innovations to improve patient care. Insight will bring together lots of anonymous data which will be analysed. The results will hopefully help with disease detection and diagnosis and treatment. Personally, I think it's great to see a lot more being done with eye health and research and exploring the links to other diseases. On the first episode, I spoke to the Director of Insight, the wonderful Alistair Deniston who gave us the background of what insight is and what it would mean to patients in the future. On this episode, I'll be speaking to Kian Hume from Google and Jill Hopkins from Roche about their collaborations into insight. Welcome, you two. Thank you, Amit. Jill, tell me a little bit about yourself and why Roche is involved in Insights. Yeah, thanks, Amit. So uh, I'm a retinal specialist and ophthalmologist that was in uh, clinical care for about 20 years before joining Roche. Um, and just want to thank you for sharing your story and your passion for learning to live with visual loss. Uh, I'm sorry you have had to go through all that, but really commend you on your activism around um, sharing the story and, and rebuilding um, life with vision impairment, which is so challenging. So yeah, as I say, spent about two decades in, in clinical care in uh, Toronto, Canada, where I'm originally from, and uh, then in the U United States. I uh, did my training over at Moorfields uh, many years ago now, but um, had my, my uh, wonderful two years living in, in London and, and training at Moorfields. And so really um, firsthand experience with uh, so many wonderful things about the NHS and, and the way that uh, uh, data and patient care are, are um, managed there. So um when I made the transition to industry, it was interesting, you know, again, after two decades looking after patients, it was the opportunity to really start to scale up that impact. So I, you know, I had been in practice when we had no therapies for many of the retinal diseases I treated. 
got to experience, you know, from a clinical perspective, as those therapies became available for patients, for example, with age-related macular degeneration or diabetic eye disease, the impact that had on on really restoring sight in patients for the first times with um, diseases that we hadn't been able to treat before. So what really appealed to me about the industry perspective was that potential for impact at scale. So really being able to impact millions of people around the globe with with new therapies or, or new approaches to treatment. So um, that was the, the journey I I started and um, worked largely in um, development uh, research into um, long-acting drug delivery to the eye, for example, uh, which was fascinating. Again, one of the big challenges of, of treating eye disease is often how do you get the medicine to the, the tissue that needs it? Um, and then two years ago, began leading the personalized healthcare in ophthalmology initiative at Roche. And Roche is very uh, engaged in the personalized healthcare sphere in, in ophthalmology, neuroscience, and oncology, hoping to expand beyond that in future. But we really look at that as the opportunity to try and harness the power of data, um, advanced analytics, and, and digital technologies to try and change the way we're able to detect and diagnose disease, um, predict progression of disease, and ultimately apply treatment plans um, that will, will be appropriate for the right person at the right time. Uh, so that's really where our focus is and, and the work I'm doing now. Um, so Insight was a tremendous opportunity to, to join forces with uh, a, a tremendous group of partners to really try and, and bring our, our expertise and passion and, and commitment to this uh, all to the same table. What excites me about this is the fact that Roche comes in to Insight with so much knowledge. It's it's what you do with the information. Uh, the NHS can collaborate all this information, but what do you do with it? How do you use it as research? Having your expertise within Insight will hopefully make it beneficial for patients. You know, hopefully it will get to a stage where a lot of these eye issues will be preventable. They will be curable they will we will know so much more about it we'll find out about the links between eye health and other conditions and i think that's what what i get out of this this is from from hearing what you say from i I think that all the information that is gathered will be beneficial for many industries within when it comes to applying it within the nhs or actually doing the research behind it so it's uh, it's very very exciting, and this is just the beginning. I think. Yeah, I agree, Ahmed, and I think what's you know what's really exciting, and you know that's been such a wonderful part of this partnership is that I think all of the partners bring very unique um, and and important skill sets to the table, right? So when we really think about trying to shape this healthcare ecosystem of the future, it's going to look different, and it's going to it's going to call for unprecedented levels of collaboration. No no one group or or industry will do this on on their own, right? And I think that's one of the really exciting things to me about insight is that it does bring you know the the google and the nhs experts and the clinical experts and the charity trust of of the patient voice um uh, all to to the table to really look at how are we going to do this and you make the point that you know the data it has to be organized in a way that it can be utilized right so huge amounts of data are collected every day um in in the eye in particular all the scans all of the wealth of information there but it doesn't sort of arrive somewhere ready to be interrogated to unlock insights for patients right it, it really has to be taken through a, a whole host of, of activities, be it curation or integration, um, 
as you say, linking to other diseases, that takes a lot of work. But I think what's, again, exciting when you get the right people around the table to try and build the, the core, the foundation of this, um, you can start to, to see that transformation happening and then spread that across the UK to other sites, to other trusts, to try and really impact that. And, and a huge piece of that is bringing patients along with us, having them understand exactly why this is being done and what impact it will have. Um, and again, I think the commitment to that in, in the Insight partnerships has been really uh, inspirational. And let's not forget about Google. Everybody knows what Google is. It's that search engine you use, but they do so much more than that. And I have Kian from Google. Tell Kian, tell me a little bit about yourself and why Google decided to come into Insights. Thank you, Amit. And firstly, thank you so much for um, taking the time to, to have us on today. For me, I originally actually trained as an ENT surgeon before joining Alphabet five years ago to start DeepMind Health, which later became part of Google Health. And while my background was originally more in senses like hearing and balance and smell, um, since joining DeepMind, uh, I began to do a lot of work in blinding eye disease with Moorfields Eye Hospital. Whilst alongside my work at Google, I now work as an emergency medicine doctor one day a week. And for Google, the reason that we were most excited about Insight as a project is because as part of our mission in Google Health, we want to help global health efforts by developing new products and services and research projects that connect and bring meaning to health information. And this Health Data Research Hubs program really aims to enable a sort of UK-wide life sciences ecosystem that gives responsible and safe access to health data for research and innovation services to ask and answer those really important health questions and that could potentially enable us not only to better treat forms of eye disease, but also other kinds of non-eye disease like cardiovascular or neurological disorders, which can be detected from subtle signs in eye imaging data. Now, we're just one part of this exciting collaborative project with Moorfields, Birmingham and Roche. Um, and what we bring to the partnership in this is the cloud infrastructure um, and our technical expertise so that we can enable these data to be brought together on an unprecedented scale and stored in an efficient, secure, and accessible way um, so that all of these teams that want to work with inside data can do the exciting research that they want to do. I'm not quite sure a lot of people understand just how much data we're talking about here. Now, 25 million images a year across the NHS just of images of the eye, that's just the eye alone, let alone all the other information put together. And I guess this is what you will keep secure and will be able to keep on your cloud and actually be able to distribute this to, to whoever needs access to this um, and do it safely. I guess I guess information at the moment is, is one of those key topics that you know people aren't quite sure if it's, if it's secure, whether it's going to be used for anything else. And I, I guess all the information collaborated here is just for insight and for anybody needing to use it within the insights organization. So absolutely. I think that's a really important topic to talk about. And while we at Google are providing the secure platform in which these data are stored, um, all of the access to that data is controlled and governed by Moorfields and Birmingham 
together as the data controllers. Um, and they've gone through a rigorous set of steps where they have applied to the NHS Research and Ethics Service to gain the necessary approvals and permissions to say not only what data can be shared, but for what purposes, what types of research, and to what sorts of groups of people. On top of that, within Insight, uh, we've established a novel structure called the Data Tab, which pulls together not only the opinions and thoughts of the NHS trusts themselves, but also patients, the public, and charities like AAAMD, so that any project given the green light by Insight to get access to data for research does so with some of the highest levels of scrutiny and permissions that exist in the research space today. Yeah, I think that's well said, Kian. And I would add on to that too, that, you know, that's really the critical piece, right? That ha have that clear, transparent approach to what, what data is there, what for what purpose is it being, um, you know, interrogated, and what is the value or impact from from that um, inquiry for patients or the healthcare system? So I think that's a critical piece for me, and I, I also am really proud of this data trust advisory board structure that we've developed because you really you have to have everybody on board and clearly understanding what this is for. You know, I, I think back to when I was in clinical practice, and I often. Um, gave patient education sessions on clinical trials. So the different phases of a clinical trial and what it meant and what informed consent was and how the whole process worked. I feel like it's absolutely the same conversation here in that this isn't data necessarily collected in the clinical trial. It's routinely collected data, but it's just as important that people understand that it is being collected, what, what it could um, derive in terms of value over time and, and how that ultimately helps drive um, you know changes in care, be it new therapies that are detected new links between a retinal scan and other forms of disease or, or ways to monitor for an individual how um, how they might do and what their treatment plan might look like. So I think that tremendous potential there from, um, as you say, I'm at what's you know, collected to the tune of 25 million times over the course of, of a year at NHS. How do, we, how do we actually make sure that we can harness and prepare that data in a way that we can derive those insights. And that's that's tough. I mean, that takes a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of commitment, and it, it's doing things a bit differently than we are all used to doing. So I think, you know, really trying to, to share that expertise and, and build that um, capability across the NHS is really, I think, what excites us about the potential to scale here from, from our early days as insight with, with the two trusts. Jill, have you seen any any challenges along the way? Have you had to adapt or change the way you do things coming into Insights? Um, I would say, you know, I think we are blessed with an incredible group of partners here that that all share such a, a common North Star and vision for what this should do. So that helps keep the challenging times um, manageable, I would say. There are definitely, yeah, I mean, we, you have to have some hard conversations about how we get things done and how we bring things together. And um, But again, I think with that, you know, there's just such a, a commitment to and belief in the importance for this that um, I, I think we've we've actually managed really well. And you know, one thing we've sort of set up is that we see ourselves as the insight collective, right? So decisions that we make are really what is best for insight as a group, um, not any one partner. And and that's been a, a good model to sort of say, you know, what do we have to do differently or do more of uh, to to see success at a collective level? And and uh, so I think that's been a, a good. Um, sort of approach that we've been able to, to utilize. 
And Kian, has Google come across any obstacles, any anything that you've had to change maybe how you used to do it before, just purely because of the, the type of industry you're in? Absolutely. I think that it's been really, really interesting for us working with Moorfields and Birmingham on this project because it's given us an opportunity to think, you know, not only about what sort of research capabilities uh, we might have internally, um, but to think about what we can do to enable a collaborative ecosystem of research where multiple different groups uh, within the university and the NHS space, um, as well as other companies, startups, and various forms of, of innovators can apply through a hub like Insight and gain access to the sorts of appropriately de-identified and curated data sets um, that enable them to tackle the research questions, problems, and ideas um, that are central to improving health outcomes for ophthalmology patients um, across not only the UK, but the world. Brilliant. And what do you see this what do you see happening in the next five years? Would do you think that this is going to be a structure that other organizations, companies are going to take? Or do you think it's going to be a, is, is it going to be where you, you can collaborate, not just eye health information, but majority of the NHS and kind of bring everything together and have all the information at your fingertips and cross-reference, I guess, detecting diseases from one patient to another and actually finding the links. Is that something that's going to be possible in the next five years, do you think? I think it's something that's entirely possible. And there are a number of different ways at which you could approach that. Um, I'm not sure necessarily that bringing all of the data together in one place is the, um, the best way or, or necessary because there are some you know, interesting federated ways of learning where you can keep information about a patient closer to that patient and more within the organizations where they receive their care. But I do think that this sort of approach that we have in Insight is going to kickstart a whole new domain of research where we can, you know, not only diagnose sight-threatening eye disease sooner, but also start to think about detecting non-eye disease and I think that by using this sort of unparalleled data set that we are pulling together with Insight over the next five years, we'll have an opportunity to think not only about building algorithms that, that work in a, a research setting, but building algorithms that work in clinical practice for our whole population, addressing those really, really important questions around fairness and bias in AI to ensure that we don't accidentally train algorithms that perform better in people of one race or gender or ethnicity. Yeah, I agree. That's well said, Kian. And I think, you know, to add to that, I think what we really see as important at Insight is we sort of see it on us over the next, you know, year or two to really develop some exemplars of, of how the data is used to provide impact, right? So, I mean, again, the vision over time would be, yes, it'd be wonderful to have it at that scale, but 
I think for all of the hubs, I think what we really hope to do is to say, okay, how do we pilot um, something that shows the potential value here? And, and then how do we work to scale that up? So I think that is something we're very focused on. And I think what's interesting for, for both Roche and Google is that, you know, we are we are certainly at the table as founding partners and bringing all the expertise and, and support that we can. But it's also interesting to think about the sort of sustainability of these data sources over time. And we're really, again, as, as the Insight Collective, trying to look at all the various people, groups, groups, researchers, industry, um, who would want to look at this data, again, for what purpose, and making sure that we can provide it uh, across a spectrum of potential needs. So we're busy exploring um, that as well. Listening to you, to you Jill and uh, Kian, I love the fact that you've had patients. You've actually been with patients. You, you understand patients. You haven't, you're not looking at this as just a clinical side of things. You've, you've, being there practically, and that comes across. And I think that is going to be a big difference because obviously with myself, being a doctor, being a patient, being there, I've, I've sat in the chairs, had doctors come and look at me one after another. And I kind of think that have, if, if they had the information, if, if all of that information was available to them, would there have been a cure? Would there have been a reason why I, should, I wouldn't have lost my sight? Um, so I think that it, for the future, this is definitely something that's going to help so many people out there, so many thousands of people out there who may not have to go through sight loss. But on, on a positive note, losing my sight, I honestly thought I lost everything. You know, I worked so hard to do to be a doctor and, and to get where I was. I, was I, th I felt like I was living the dream and then, then everything was taken away from me overnight. But honestly, hand on heart, I could say I am living my best days right now. I I have never been this happy. I have two amazing kids. I've got an amazing wife who stands by me and actually believed in who I was and believed that I could get back on my feet again. But it's I don't want anybody to have to go through that if there's a reason we can prevent eye disease or or find a cure. And and listening to the both of you, it kind of gives me that strength that you know you the two of you are pushing this from from two different sides but it's a collaboration and and for me this is what's exciting so uh, i just want to say thank you so much for being part of this and um it's it's been truly amazing talking to to the both of you well, thank you, Ahmed, and, and same back to you. I mean, I think what, what you just described there, I mean, I think that's so important. That's part of this unprecedented collaboration too, right? That the stories of people who've lived through this and how data could help prevent this in the future, those are the things that I think inspire Kian and I every day, right? It, and it's it's sharing those stories and, and our vision and our, our hopes for the future together. So thank you for, for everything you're doing. Absolutely. You know, I think it's, it's wonderful to hear your story and how, um, you know, you have made such a, a fantastic success out of unfortunate circumstances in, in terms of your, your own eyesight. Um, I think it's wonderful to think that it may be possible to prevent sight loss in the future through data like this. Um, but it's also fantastic whilst we're planning and setting priorities for, for this work, that we have the opportunity to have engagement and input from true expert patients like yourself um, because it's the sort of thing that's going to make insight hopefully the success that we want it all to be absolutely and what a fantastic uh, way to end this podcast thank you so much for listening everybody and look out for our next one mm -hmm.